Welcome to the latest podcast from Icicle Guides. The topic for this podcast is training for an ascent to Mont Blanc. My name's Kingsley and I work on the Wimler guiding team uh, for Icicle based out in the Alps. I've climbed Mont Blanc over 30 times and people seem to have an ongoing fascination with what they should do for Mont Blanc, both physically but also technically and what the actual ascent involves. There's two classic routes on Mont Blanc. The most popular is called the Goutier route and goes from Les Uches, um, which is at the base of the Chamonix Valley, up a cable car and then a train to Nidegle, which is 2,400 metres. And then the ascent's made usually over two days, staying in the Tete Russe or the Goutier mountain huts um, with the summit the next day and then descending all the way back down to the valley. The other classic ascent route is from the Aigui de Midi, which is sometimes called the Trois Mont Blanc or the Traverse. It goes from the Aigui de Midi cable car at 3,800 metres. And either you start from the Cosmic Mountain Hut, which is just beneath the cable car station, or you go all in the day from the cable car and back to the cable car. Um, but this is only really possible in the sort of key months of season, so July and August. The rest of the time, a night in a hut is necessary um, to make the ascent over two days. As far as the technical grades for the routes, um, they're in the uh, Alpine category of PD, which stands for Peu Difficile, so a little bit difficult. The Goutte route is essentially a scramble up to the main Goutte hut itself, and then from the Goutte hut to the summit is a fairly sharp snow ridge once you've left the little Velo emergency refuge up to the summit. The Traverse route from Aigu de Midi, the Trois Mont Blanc, is slightly more technical, so PD plus. Um, it's only half a grade, half a grade more difficult, um, but is a lot steeper overall. So the first section is climbing up over Mont Blanc de Tacoul, which is about 40, 45 degrees in places, big snow face. After they traverse onto Mont Moody, the middle mountain, um, and there's a section that is a rope length or two rope lengths long, so about 100 metres roughly, that's about 50 degrees, fairly sustained, sort of hard snow or even easy ice, up to the Breche Moody or the Col Moody, and then after that up to Mont Blanc is essentially fairly straightforward snow plot. So both, both sections and both routes of the mountain have more technical uh, sections of them. None would be categorised as hard climbing. Essentially, it would be a, a difficult, difficult walk or scramble rather than actual climb as such. Um, but both both routes do have technical elements on them. And certainly the Goutier route, even though it is the normal route on the mountain, does have some steep sections on it. And it's a very exposed summit ridge. So how do you prepare technically for Mont Blanc? Well, we accept people who have not necessarily any experience before, um, as long as they are fit and they have good ability on this so steep broken mountain ground. Um, you can learn all the technical skills that you need to during the week and be taught those by the by the guides, the crampon work, the rope work, all that all that kind of thing. Um, the most important preparation wise is the physical preparation and that's what this podcast covers. On the website we have a large section of uh, training and how to prepare for for your course. And this is the bit that, or the element of a, a climb, that is probably the key variable that's going to determine the chances of success on the summit. It doesn't necessarily follow that someone who is super fit is guaranteed to ascend the mountain compared to someone who is less fit. Sometimes people who are very, very fit tend to push and push so hard that they have very little in reserve, um, especially when the effects of altitude start to kick in. Equally, it's not enough to be an average fitness and just to say I'm really determined it still doesn't give you a very good summiting chance. The level of fitness that we suggest of aerobic fitness on the website would be for people ideally to be running a marathon in a respectable time so underneath an hour 45. Um, 
for the half marathon, ideally getting up to marathon fitness. And for marathon fitness, we're not looking for any especially good times. We're not looking for the three and a half hours or anything like that. All we're looking for is someone that would have that constant aerobic output, be it that they finish a marathon in four hours, four and a half hours, five hours, in a reasonable time, not especially quick, but a good, good level of physical fitness and endurance. And it's the endurance that's as important as the fitness. So how do we suggest people train to get to that level of fitness? Well, running's an ideal. A lot of people say, well, I don't like running, I have knee problems and things like that. If your knees can't sustain a run, realistically, they're not going to sustain Mont Blanc. Um, so it really is a no-brainer. That is the best kind of aerobic exercise to give you an all-over cross-body workout training session. But if your knees can't sustain that, it's highly unlikely they're going to be comfortable or sustain the descent, especially from Mont Blanc, which is about 2,500 metres from the hut. Uh, or from the summit right the way down past the huts to the to the base of the mountain. So running's the key one, uh, which just for most people you should start off um, running, getting up to about 45 minutes several times a week, and especially as you're approaching the course, you should be running sort of somewhere between one hour to two hours, cross-country running at least once a week on top of your sort of basic aerobic training sessions. Some people prefer a variety of training methods, some people prefer some cycling, some swimming, um, and lower impact training, which of course is absolutely fine. Quite often with the lower impact training, you've got to do longer training sessions to get the same aerobic output and aer same aerobic fitness. Um, so for that reason, especially with the sort of time pressure on people's lives, we do feel that running is probably the best best type of training to, to undertake. There are three kinds of training that you should focus on for the Ascent at Mont Blanc. Cardio training we've already mentioned, in that running seems to be the most most specific for that. It's also the strength and endurance training, and this is something that would come through your cardiorespiratory training, uh, but also could be done through resistance training. By resistance training, I don't mean carrying big weights up hills, that does damage your back, your knees. By resistance training, we mean high volume but low impact training, um, so light weight but very repetitive. Any of those kind of resistance style trainings are great for improving your aerobic fitness, but also building up your capacity to resist any injuries that you might sustain from an extended training program. So this sort of strength training is very, very important. The other kind of training, or the third kind, is what we call specific training. So this would be uh, literally climbing training. Um, and a lot of people like to involve this or integrate this into part of their training regime. Um, be it a visit to a climbing wall, be it scrambling, be it weekends away in the national parks, hill walking, to build up their hill fitness. And this is great in that any sort of hill fitness or hill training does build up the specific muscle groups and aerobic output that you will need for climbing Mont Blanc. Like we said in the one of the initial sections of this podcast, the website, Icicle website, has a huge section on training and there's several training planners that you can follow. So if you want to head start and a get fit guide or you can pick one of the training planners that's on the pages. If you've got any other questions about the uh, training for Mont Blanc and what it involves then get in touch with us. The email to send it to is climb at icicleuk.com. Thanks for listening and download any of the other podcasts by visiting the Icicle site. Thanks, bye.